I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The building in southeast D.C. has displaced at least 11 people this morning. The Prince George's juvenile curfew might end after this weekend. I'm Christy King. Monday on Wall Street at the closing bell Friday, wrapping your business week. The Dow was off 630 points. The Nasdaq dropped 421. Good morning, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Eric Rubin in New York. President Biden says he is taking Vladimir Putin seriously when the Russian leader talks about using nuclear weapons. CBS's Natalie Brand has the latest from the White House. It's estimated Russia has one to 2,000 short-range nuclear weapons at storage sites around the country, including one close to the border. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky told the BBC he believes Russian officials are preparing their society for nuclear war. They don't know if they will use or they will not use. I think that is dangerous even to speak about it. During his comments at the fundraiser, President Biden also questioned if Putin can find an off-ramp as Ukrainian forces continue reclaiming territory. Donations pour in to help those who lost everything from Hurricane Ian in Florida. People have apparently been opening up their wallets in a big way to help Hurricane Ian's victims here in Florida through a disaster fund set up last week. The state's first lady, Casey DeSantis. Since this launched, I think at the beginning, just right after the storm, we were right on it as quick as possible. We have raised nearly $40 million. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. There is more fallout over the police response to the Uvalde school massacre. The Uvalde school district announcing they've now suspended their entire police department. This comes one day after they fired Officer Crimson Elizondo, who they had just hired. Elizondo is one of at least five officers from the Texas Department of Public Safety under investigation for their failed response to the mass shooting. Two other school district officers were put on administrative leave. In a statement, Anne-Marie Espinoza of the district says they decided to suspend all activities of the Uvalde School District Police for a period of time. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Abortions can take place again in Arizona, at least for now. That's after an appeals court on Friday blocked enforcement of a pre-statehood law that bans the procedure. More from KPHO's Emma Lockhart. The court ruling in favor of Planned Parenthood Arizona asking that law to be put on hold. The law banned almost all abortions in Arizona except when the mother's life was at risk. The ruling does not impact a new state law banning most abortions after 15 weeks. That law was signed by the governor earlier this year and went into effect this month. Fake German heiress Anna Sorokin has been released from an immigration detention center. The 31-year-old social grifter inspired the Netflix series Inventing Anna. After 17 months in detention, she will remain in New York City as she waits for her deportation case to come up. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 
They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder they call him the godfather of credit. Do you need 50K of corporate credit? Now you can meet Ray Reynolds on his daily webinar at 11 a.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Or call 800-490-4140 to find out more about his secrets to success in helping fix and improve your credit. 800-490-4140. She posted about us just now. Celebrities can't get enough of Biana's bespoke skincare line. She has 147 million followers. How do we monetize? She needs a social media associate to help her with the hype. We should repost this. Do we need a hashtag? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. Local server pro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at CertaPro.com and get the power of pro. Each CertaPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. WTOP at 404. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. October 8th, 2022. Mostly sunny, breezy, cooler heading into this weekend. High of 63 this Saturday. 55 you're waking up to in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you. New this morning on WTOP heading into the weekend. Saturday, a fire is reported in an apartment building in southeast D.C. this Saturday morning. As displaced, we're told, at least 11 people. Spokesperson for D.C. Fire and EMS says this hour at least 60 firefighters responded initially to the scene in the 3200 block of Minnesota Avenue southeast just after midnight. Fire started, we're told, on the first floor of the two-story building, spreading to the upper floor eventually. D.C. Fire... As the fire under control this morning said that significant damage was suffered. We'll check on the traffic and weather situation coming up on WTOP to see how it might be affecting your very early morning commute. Meantime, cause of that fire is under investigation. It's 4.05 Saturday morning on WTOP. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Some big news this week locally involving the campaign. Yes, Maryland can count mail-in ballots early. The state's highest court upholding the previous ruling just this week. The Maryland Court of Appeals ruling keeps in place the plan to let state boards of elections count mail-in ballots as they come in. The decision is a loss for Republican State Delegate Dan Cox, whose attorney argued it's unconstitutional since state law requires that mail-in ballots be counted two days after Election Day. Under the ruling, Cox, who's running for governor, will have to pay court costs associated with the case. The state board of elections issued a statement saying it's Pleased with the appeals court ruling, without it, officials argued certifying the November election could stretch into December. More than 550,000 mail-in ballots have already been requested. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 406, also new this morning, two days after news broke, the D.C.'s deputy mayor for public safety was charged for assault and battery. D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser responding now to that issue this weekend. The charges against Deputy Mayor Chris Geldart came apparently after an argument in an Arlington gym parking lot that turned physical, then was broken up, we're told, by Geldart's wife. Bowser telling reporters this week she cannot comment specifically on the incident directly, but says she holds her cabinet to a very high standard. D.C. residents expect uh, 
that all of our officials are comport themselves in a way that make us proud. And it is my responsibility now to make sure I have all of the information um, that I need while I'm reviewing the matter. The charges against Geldart have now sparked questions about the deputy mayor's residence, which is listed apparently in Falls Church, Virginia. Our news partners at NBC4 report Geldart does live in Virginia, but rents an apartment as well in southeast D.C. where he's registered to vote and pays income taxes. WTOP at 407, a work at the National Gallery of Art is now this morning regarded as, well, a fake. The painting Girl with a Flute was thought to be the work of Johannes Vermeer, but now after an extensive examination, the National Gallery says someone else was responsible. The museum thinks the painting was made by an associate of Vermeer in his studio, which is also news because only 35 paintings worldwide are attributed to Vermeer. Until now, it was thought he did not have a studio and was not teaching others. The National Gallery still has three authentic Vermeers it will continue to display. This weekend, a new exhibit opens called Secrets of Vermeer. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's Saturday, October 8th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 408 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks at 408. Good morning to Ian Crawford of the WTOP Traffic Center. You weren't too sure about that, were you? <laughs> I had to think about it for a it, it's, it's morning, not to, <laughs> not, not to worry. On uh, 95 in Maryland, that's where we will start northbound after 216, exit 35 near the Howard County Rest Area. Now getting an extra lane of traffic through two to the left, getting by the crash involving a pair of tractor trailers and apparently a, a pickup truck as well. The ramp to the rest area is blocked, so don't even think about that. But two left lanes are getting you by as you make your way toward the Patuxent River Bridge and on to points north. Southbound is not a affected here. On the Beltway, no reported delays. BW Parkway drama-free for the first time in a while between the two Beltways. On the Virginia Beltway, the interloop work after 123, closer to the Dulles Toll Road, down to a single right lane to pass that. Outer loop ramp to go west on 66. That last report was still blocked by the work. On 66, things were at a stop in a couple of spots. This may have been for equipment movement. Uh, eastbound after 29 Centerville, exit 52, when things are moving, a left lane is getting by. Had it stopped westbound on 66 as you were outside the Beltway, getting ready to cross the Capitol Beltway. Now a single lane once again getting by as they get the equipment back out of the roadway so they, they can work on stuff and you can get on your way. The other issue westbound 66 before and after the Fairfax County Parkway with a right lane getting by. District travel, the freeway, the 295 is quiet. We had fire activity in southeast D.C., Minnesota Avenue between Randall Circle and G Street. Have not gotten all clear on that one yet, whether traffic has been allowed to re-enter the area. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend and also tracking the cold air that goes along with it. Temperatures continuing to fall overnight right on through the morning hours. Seeing temperatures into the mid to upper 40s as you step out the front door early on our Saturday. Afternoon temperatures, upper 50s to low 60s, so well below average. Sunday, high temperatures into the uh, mid 60s. And then on Monday, we'll get into the mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 55 degrees at the wharf in D.C. as well at Oxon Hill. You're waking up to 52 degrees in Sterling, 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, October 8th, 2022. It's 55 and holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
Good morning. Welcome in. Saturday morning, October 8th on WTOP. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest in just minutes on WTOP Saturday morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. President Joe Biden is declaring that the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, making that claim this week as Russian officials speak of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks recently in the eight-month invasion of Ukraine. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on what the Pentagon is saying about Russia's recent threats. Their posture has not changed, but they're watching Russia very carefully. The problem is the unpredictability of the Putin regime right now. We don't know from day to day what they're going to say, what they're going to do, because the desperation is real. General Pat Ryder is a Pentagon spokesman, and he told me that this saber-rattling, they are watching it, but it has not changed their posture, their military posture. And that's going to be based on what they're seeing on the ground. So they haven't seen anything suggesting that this threat has risen beyond just this saber-rattling. Let's say Russia does use nuclear weapons. What will the U.S. response be? Do we know? No, we don't. And they would not tell us. And they won't tell us. They've indicated they would respond, but we simply do not know what they would do. The whole idea of what type of nuclear strike it would be is the real question. And we simply don't know. Would it be a type of strike most likely? A strategic strike is not likely at all because Vladimir Putin loves life too much. And if he did that, it would be over. So we really don't know what the U.S. response would be, but we do know they would. JJ, this is coming as we're hearing more about dissent within Putin's inner circle about how the war is being conducted. And of course, we've seen Russian men fleeing the country to avoid going to war. How much of this is affecting the execution of the war for Russia? It's absolutely critical because they don't have the leadership in the military to do this, to pull this off, because in part, a lot of the leadership don't want this war. They haven't wanted it from the beginning. And then you have the people that these leaders are supposed to be leading who don't trust them. You have everyday pieces of evidence where troops are left out in the field with no weapons. In some cases, they don't even have food. The new recruits are being sent out. They're being told they're going to have to pay for their own provision their own clothes, their own medical kits. This mm. is not the kind of thing you want to do to your military, and that's really what the problem is here. So Russia really can't continue this, and it's going to come to a head soon, and the Kremlin leadership is feeling the pinch. I can assure you, I promise you, they're feeling that pinch. For the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent, J.J. Green, talking there with Mark and Gigi. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, October 8th. The weekend, everybody. It's here. Welcome in. 415 and Frankie's tearing this morning. Wild card baseball on Friday saw some interesting results, including Max Scherzer getting shelled. Gave up four homers, seven earned runs as the Mets fall in game one to San Diego, seven to one in New York. Game two Saturday back in the Big Apple. Philadelphia Phillies scored six runs in the ninth, beat St. Louis six to three. In postseason history, the Cardinals were 93-0 and leading by two runs after eight innings. American League wildcard Cleveland over Tampa Bay 2-1. These are all game one. Seattle went north to Toronto, beat the Blue Jays 4-zip. First playoff win for the Mariners in 21 years. NFL Players Association agreeing to changes to the concussion protocol and is really urging the NFL to do the same before Sunday's games. NFL responding saying changes are likely but did not commit to a timeline for when they would be implemented. U.S. Women's National Soccer Team falls England at Wembley Stadium 2-1. Maryland football getting set for a big game. High noon on Saturday, Purdue comes to town in a Big Ten clash. Terps are off to a 4-1 and one start. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, Saturday morning, October 8th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 4-16 in the morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you, breaking this overnight early morning, a fire reported locally in an apartment building in southeast D.C. last night, displacing at least 11 people, we're told. Spokesperson for D.C. Fire and EMS says at least 60 firefighters and all responded to the scene in the 3200 block of Minnesota Avenue southeast just after midnight. Fire is said to have started on the first floor, moved to the upper floor. D.C. Fire has the fire under control at this hour though they do report significant damage. We'll update the situation in terms of your commute this early morning with traffic and weather shortly. The cause of the fire is said to be under investigation. The Georgia prosecutor investigating whether or not then-President Donald Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election filed paperwork formally this week to force testimony apparently from two new batch of Trump allies, including, we're told, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich and former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. President Joe Biden says the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level, he thinks, since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, coming as Russian leaders speak this week of using tactical nuclear weapons after surfing, uh, after suffering, that is, massive setbacks recently in Ukraine. And talking numbers this morning, the September jobs report shows that hiring slowed nationwide compared with August, but still U.S. employers did add 263,000 jobs in the last cycle. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, October 8th. Time now on WTOP 418. Good morning. Good weather on the 8s, and good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We're getting a little sloppy on the roads. We're seeing a little more crash activity, the, the fender bender type that doesn't necessarily have to happen. With caution, in Virginia, on 66, with lots of work of still afoot, and now getting reports maybe there might be crash activity. Westbound 66, this might be near our work zone. Either would be before Fairfax County Parkway, if I'm getting these notes correct here. Watch for crash activity. We're still a single right to get past that part of the work zone. It's still a single lane getting past the other part of the westbound work zone. That over the top of the Capitol Beltway. Eastbounders after 29 Centerville. Hopefully they're moving again. A single left past the work zone. They had been stopped for a while. They did not get an update from the front of the line when, if, or 
when things started moving. On 50 eastbound, the ramp to go west on 66, blocked by work. Capital Beltway, the interloop work after 123, still there, still blocking the left side. And the outer loop ramp to go west on 66, still blocked by the work. In Maryland, still with crash activity, northbound 95 after Maryland Route 216. That's exit 35, and right at the Howard County rest area. Two left lanes getting by the ramp to the rest area, blocked. 704, uh, check that, 50 westbound. Caller finds the crash activity after 704. 50, check that, 50 eastbound after 704 is where the crash is. And a center lane getting by right down the middle as the first responders have made the scene more probably on the way. And then 50 across the Bay Bridge, it's two-way traffic traveling on the eastbound span without delay. District travel, the freeway, the 295s remain quiet. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Cold air making its way in after what was a beautiful Thursday and Friday. Your Monday and Tuesday still looking beautiful as well, but much cooler by about 20 degrees. Going for a high of 62 on our Saturday. A cold start to your Sunday. Many areas in the 30s. High, high temperatures in the afternoon back into the low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 55 in Roslyn, 55 Farragut Square. A degree cooler, 54. You're waking up to in Laurel, 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, October 8th, 2022. 55 in Holding. At our nation's capital, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Welcome in. 420 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org in Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. Russia's invasion of Ukraine turned many Ukrainian musicians into refugees dispersed around the world. This month, they'll play a benefit concert for Ukraine at the Kennedy Center here at home. Many of the orchestra members are scattered across the globe as refugees from mm. Singapore to France. They're just, you know, scraping by. This concert represents their reunion since February. Concert organizer Alexa Chapivsky says the New Era Orchestra of Kiev will join renowned violinist Joshua Bell for a benefit concert on October 18th. The name is New Era Orchestra, and they really are New Era. Not a musician is over the age of 42 years old. This is the new Ukraine. It's the new generation. They are bursting with talent. Proceeds will go to United and 24 established by Ukrainian President Zelensky. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Yucking stuff for you to watch this weekend. The gory 1987 horror flick Hellraiser gets a remake. It is the story of a mysterious puzzle box that leads to a hellish nightmare. There's six sides, six configurations. It opens up. And it cuts you. And then they come to collect. This morning, Vulture critic Jen Cheney with her thoughts on how the movie compares to its predecessors. This is a direct remake of the very first Hellraiser, as you mentioned, which is Clive Barker's film. And again, it is about a puzzle box. In this case, a young woman who's struggling with addiction finds this puzzle box. It unleashes this portal. It invites these Cenobites, who are these creatures who push human beings to the brink with feelings of pain. And she 
ends up losing her brother and trying to get him back. It's kind of telling the same story as the original one, but with a lot more details, it kind of drags a little bit. It still has the kind of body horror elements, but it doesn't feel quite as dangerous as it was when Clive Barker did it. Switching gears to another remake, the TV series Let the Right One In. Tell us about this. This is a tale of two reboots. This is a TV series that debuts on Showtime on Sunday night. You may remember that it was a Swedish film and that it was also remade as an American film. So this is the third iteration of Let the Right One In. And I'm pleased to say that this is still a really compelling story. This is a case of they've built out the story of this young vampire, her father, who's trying to supply her with blood. But in this case, he's convinced that there's a cure for her and he's trying to keep her alive long enough to find this cure. So it's a sort of... COVID pandemic kind of twist on the story. And I think it's really good. I recommend people check it out. Checking stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's Vulture critic Jen Cheney on Skype talking with Mark and Gigi. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one, Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. WTOP, Saturday morning, October 8th at 425 in the morning. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh wraps your business week. Wall Street tumbled Friday on a strong jobs report. That indicates more aggressive rate hikes in the Fed. The Dow lost 630 points. That was 2%. Average wages in September were up 5% from a year ago. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5%. DraftKings was among the few stocks gaining on reports of a big marketing deal with ESPN. Goodwill is making a big push into online sales, but Goodwill Finds will sell luxury secondhand goods like Gucci and Prada. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 426. This morning, merging your faith. Downsizing an archdiocese. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. The St. Louis Archdiocese is in the midst of plotting its course for the next 50 years. It is one Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky says will no doubt result in merged parishes and fewer schools. With the first two Catholic high school closures just announced, both in the city of St. Louis, Rosati Kane and St. Mary's, due to a decrease in enrollment. These two schools were the ones that 
we're the most critical. Uh, all of our other schools, our high schools, seem to be in good shape.